Welcome back to Unfiltered. These introductions never get less awkward. Sam here. This week, Jay and I made our way over to Burns Family Ales, where we talked to Wayne Burns and Laura Worley, husband and wife, uh, partners in crime, and owners of Burns Family Ales, located in the Valverde neighborhood in Denver. Can't say we have had more fun on this show than uh, we did talking to those two. Awesome, awesome people. Really easy to get along with, really easy to talk to, and makers of amazing beer. They make high-gravity beer, so high ABV beer, that drinks like it is a pilsner. They have become a bit of a, of a, of a cult brewery. They've gained quite the following. They've done some collabs with some really heavy hitters in here in Colorado and beyond. Um, so it's a really fun interview. I think you'll enjoy every minute of it, at least every minute that Jay and I are talking. Thank you for the support, as always. Tell your friends about the show and continue to, to, to listen and to support us and to follow us because having your ears and having your support means a lot to us. Have a fantastic week, and again, thank you. This episode is brought to you by Elon Naturals. Handcrafted in Boulder, Colorado, Elon's all-natural products are made with CBD extracted from Colorado-certified hemp. Ryan and Alec Nyberg good friends of ours, founders and co-owners of Elon, as well as big supporters of craft beer, including being supporters of the Sip Beer Fest we did earlier this year, use no toxins, no chemicals, and only certified organic ingredients in everything that they make. Whether you're looking for bath bombs, foot soaks, lip balms, paint sticks, or tinctures, Elon has you covered. And they make pet products too. Find Elon Naturals on Instagram and Facebook and place your order now at elonnaturals.com. When you do, plug in the promo code UNFILTERED20 at checkout for 20% off your order. Again, that's UNFILTERED20. Plug it in at checkout at elonnaturals.com for 20% off your order. This episode is also brought to you by RoofTech Precision Exteriors. Founded by a fourth-generation roofing expert and two veteran general contractors, RoofTech combines unmatched residential and commercial roofing knowledge with project management excellence, which means that your next roofing project will not only be handled by those that know what they're doing, but know how to complete your project without wasting your time. Find RoofTech on Instagram and Facebook and learn more at RoofTechCo.com. That's R-O-O-F-T-E-C-C-O.com. And when you schedule your roof replacement project, mention Unfiltered and receive a free upgrade to impact-resistant Class 4 shingles. I have no idea what that means, but it sounds like it's a hell of a deal. Again, that's RoofTechCo.com. First off, thank you for taking precautions as we came in here because I think uh, it's not that other breweries don't do it, but it's nice to see that y'all are uh, you're very careful about we the are, social distancing. We are extremely we careful. Have some medical background okay. in our lives, okay. and so I think that's probably part of it. And and um, we have an immunocompromised person on our staff, uh-huh. so um, we are very 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 careful so, to oh yeah, make you sure to that be. people have beer in their hands. Right. Super important. Cause, yeah, because if I get sick and die, then. A, well, get sick. How about just get sick? Work so well. God, she just we said that she graduated from from your University of Brewing, so she should be See, fine. There you go. Yeah, I, okay. I, I but she's agree. also got to run the social media and the okay. bartending and everything else. <laughs> yeah, you but two. It'd be hard to be a one-person show. Uh, can you can you introduce yourselves and tell us where we are? Sure. One. Hi, uh, I'm Wayne okay. Burns. Uh, thus, we, my wife, who will introduce herself momentarily. Uh, and I decided that we were gonna, we wanted to go for a family sort of feel and name, okay. and we picked my name 
because I'm older than her and I've been brewing longer than her. And we figured that maybe that might have a ever so marginal, slight positive help okay. to our uh, brand kind of a thing. So anyways, I'm Wayne Burns and I am uh, half of the owner, brewer, bartender, and uh, et cetera team here at Burns Family Artisan Ales. And I am Laura Worley and um, I am the family part of Burns Family Artisan Ales. Um, I show up in our logo because my nickname is Whirly Bird. Ah. So there is a bird in our logo, and that's me. Well, I mean, and the Whirly really Family me, Crest yeah. was really throwing me off. So <laughs> I'm glad you didn't see it. Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, there's a Whirly Family no, Crest. No, it's, yeah, it's, it's actually, actually the Walser yeah. family, oh, uh-huh. which is my middle name. Well, shit, I screwed well, that I mean, up right also, off the it's bat. It's also your family, but yeah. yeah. So, Never mind, so anyway, take it all back. Um, yeah, I'm the other half of the team that runs and operates uh, Burns Family Art is and Nails. And you are at 2505 West 2nd Avenue, unit number 13, although we're also in unit number 12 in Denver, Colorado. So Yes. Truth be told, the car knew how to get here. Like, I, didn't, like I love that. Woohoo! My buddy Matt used to work one of those spots across the street before. I think probably before you guys got here, there was like an internet security company right there. Maybe it's still there. Right. He was the director of sales. Yes. Um, Thanks. uh, As a fun thing, like in terms of the family crest thing, my my middle name it's my mother's maiden name, but that so her father, my grandfather, uh, that's first of all where the wine press. Where's that floating around? It's right there. I had to take it oh. off the table. Oh, yeah, I see it, it, yeah. Uh, my uh, maternal grandfather was a winemaker, and he was a winemaker where he grew up, which is in the tiny European country of Liechtenstein, okay. um, between Switzerland and Austria. Um, it's really, really small. Uh, but it's got a total population of 25,000 people and and the prince knows everyone in the country because it's tiny and more to the point back when my grandfather was there a hundred years ago ish uh it was even less people my grandfather was a buddy of the prince of Liechtenstein. they made wine together and we are releasing on what day September 25th. That's that two days. Be that two, days two days from, days from today. now. Yeah. We are releasing a Eno beer. Okay. A wine beer. Wine so beer. So using uh, various uh, grape along with barley okay. um, and hops uh, beer. Specifically, uh, Gewürztraminer, Muscat, and Riesling grapes. Which would be relatively natural for German Liechtensteinian area. How did you find the, like, I mean, hold on, hold on, hold on. How do you find a recipe for that? Is it just the internet? You go, you find it, or did you no, call no, a brewery? I, I no, you traveled up. back I to Liechtenstein. I was going to say. Well, we did the tra- family. I, I, I've been to Liechtenstein. Okay. And well, yeah, you really strike me as a guy that would, be, right. would go back. <laughs> but um, not in all the best ways. I, one of the benefits, I mean, in, in my humble opinion, okay. as a person who is, you know, I've got to be careful. My parents are both still alive and very healthy, which is wonderful. But as a person who turns 53 tomorrow. Um, Happy birthday. You? Um, yeah. Yeah. Happy birthday. Looks, Thank you. Younger than I do. Gosh, this interview is probably going to take longer than we expected just because <laughs> we've got to celebrate. You know? <laughs> but you're drinking the celebratory yeah, yeah, it's beer. True, so, true, yeah. True. Yes. Okay. Uh, sorry. I keep cutting you no, off. No, no. Hey. 
<laughs> she warned us that you I were going to be a talker, so we should just You sit have back, to. Sit back <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sit yeah. back, drink your beer. Have but so the dynamic with that was we decided that, you know, we wanted to do these various obscure and exotic things and that in my humble opinion, there aren't a ton of positive things about getting older, particularly since I like doing athletic stuff like running marathons and climbing mountains and things like this. Getting older doesn't exactly play friendly with that. <laughs> um, but having said that, one of the very real, uh, and it ties very much to this topic, uh, benefits of getting older is that you have more friends that you've known longer and you have deeper connections with that kind of a dynamic. And along with that, you've developed more experience in terms of doing stuff for, you know, I mean, I brewed professionally for over 25 years and then I was homebrewing for several years before that. So, you know, it's more than 30 years of my life that I've been formulating and testing out recipes and making beer. And so I improvised the, Eno beer recipe, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we feel like it tastes pretty good. I, but yeah, it's a really good beer. Yeah, people are gonna like it. Had so you had? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say we're so on Zoom. Jay and I could could message each other back and forth. You know, in the in those quarantine days, we never true. cut each other off. <laughs> and now true. it's true. Well, you, you go ahead. There was Ask always away. a bigger gap. Is yeah. the bigger yeah, problem? It was sure. like awkward silence. My, my internet's lagging. Mouth move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see the little um, <laughs> the wheel would be loading on Sam's computer. Yeah, always. Um, <laughs> 25 years plus homebrewing. I, so you've been mulling. No, professional. 25 right, years plus right. professional, plus, yeah, not homebrewing. 25 home years plus homebrewing. Pl- okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. I misunderstood. I do work. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not very good at math, but I so, work at a bank. Yeah, so te- technically. You've been mulling this over, though, is what I'm saying. Like, this, yeah. this recipe was not a wild hair. This was not a, let's throw this in there and see what happens. Right. You've been thinking about this and we, for a we day also, or And we also, I've worked at two other places where, or worked with, two other places where we were looking at doing Eno beers. One, uh, where, you know, we're friends with the Liberati Mm -hmm. brewery folks. Mm -hmm. And so we had dialogued with them, tasted with them. And the guy who was the head brewer there um, is a guy who I've been buddies with for almost 15 years now. So he shared thoughts and info with us on that topic. Mm -hmm. And then before that, um, back in the aughts, I was at a place in the Detroit suburbs called Coonan Brewing Company. Um, We won a bunch of awards for some beers I made while I was there. Um, And one of the beers that I made while I was there was, it it also is a winery Uh as well as a meadery, although it's primarily a brewery. And so I made braggots and worked with the mead maker. And I made Eno beers and worked with the winemaker, ah. who turns out the winemaker and me maker is the same guy. Um, but <laughs> it was really easy to converse. It's, yeah, I was going to say. Put it yeah, all yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, so I had some experiences to draw on, as well as also just being old. That is yeah. quite and, the well-rounded. Yeah, experience. And, and you brought it up, but you forgot to actually loop it back home. Oh. In terms of you know the the alcohol making in this family goes back a ways. And, oh, yeah. and then continues down a generation as well. Our youngest son is, um, he, well, 
he's going into theater, but um, he knows. <laughs> but he needs room. a fallback so, plan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. His fallback <laughs> exactly. plan might be making alcohol. Yeah, right. Well, so yeah. Yeah, when so it theater. truly is a family endeavor, you know. Um, Wayne's dad. His my my father was a home brewer back in yeah. the late '60s, early '70s. Okay. So, so you guys, yeah. y'all, have, oh, okay, oh, you grew up in it, but I want to know how did you two meet? Because uh, you're the kind of people who finish each other's sentences. I can already tell. Well, it's only yeah. It's only because we're three months apart in age. Okay. Anyway, Laura, um, these interviews, by the way, they always come full circle, so it doesn't have oh, to, yeah. <laughs> doesn't have always, to happen so in the fine. first five minutes. Yes. Just so yes. you know, yes, yes. So we're so, always able to tie it back in a Sweet. in a very strange, very very strange small world dynamic. Uh, Laura's best friend in high school is a woman who I. Slightly barely knew. Okay. I thought you were going to go the other way, I was, and yeah. I was like, oh, no, that's awkward. Let's no. stick with slightly barely. <laughs> yeah, no, right. And, it's, and that's entirely yeah, never, true. Never, 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 <laughs> never spoke to her, ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, he. That's what I say to my she, wife. One of my closest friends in high school, okay. uh, and she dated and eventually got married and spent several years married and then divorced, and okay. they're all still friends and all this. But um, in any case, we had a somewhat tenuous thread of, you know, degrees of separation. Mm-hmm. We went to the same high school. Where are you if, from, if, by the way? Detroit suburbs. I was going to say, you sound like good upper Midwesterners. Indeed, you are right now. I've caught the Colorado. Why do we keep running into Midwesterners? Is because this, this is as far this, west as we get, is baby. This is, <laughs> is this what happens when in, the guy in, from Iowa is in charge of scheduling? Yes. Well, yes. For what it's worth, uh, our friend Andy Parker, who's okay. been in charge of barrel aging at Avery for mm-hmm. over 15 years now, yeah. uh, he's from Cincinnati, and he made the comment. He's like, "Yeah, you know, I think an awful lot of people from the Midwest are like, yeah, I'm I'm cool with leaving this place. Maybe I'm going to go out west, and and they go and then they run into the Rockies and they stop for a minute and they kind of look around and they're like, oh shit, this is pretty awesome. I'm I'm good right here. Yeah, I think and so they, they just they were thinking they were going all the way west, yep. but they just stopped in Colorado. Hundred percent. Yes, that trek through the mountains is a pain in the ass. So they just like, <laughs> Screw this. We're gonna yeah, stop right here. Yeah, this is we're awesome. Right here, yes. I'm good. Yes. Okay. So you two. Okay. High school. Thank you very much. Well, we didn't question. know each yeah. other. We never met school, each other in okay, high school. You know, okay. We didn't know each other. Kind of maybe knew school. somebody that knew the, somebody that knew somebody. Yeah, the knew somebody who knew somebody ended up coming because um, I, I would I had called my best friend in high school to tell that person that I was getting a divorce, and she very enthusiastically invited me to the high school reunion that was happening in a couple of weeks. And oh. I'm like, why? Sounds like a sitcom. Oh my god. Serious. Um. So. She spent literally 45 minutes on the phone begging me to go, and I finally said yes, kind of to get her off that topic. And um, <laughs> <laughs> and I went, and in a um, dinner that we had prior to going to the actual reunion... Dinner wasn't served at the reunion, okay. so you had so, to do something. Um, yep, yep, we, yep. we went out, a bunch of friends sitting there, and then this guy slides in late. Um, I was like, literally slid into the booth right next to me and started eating off my plate. It was the only open spot. <laughs> um, to which I was like, wow, okay. And then my best friend in high school invited him to talk about his experience going mountain climbing in delightful places. 
And he got to the point where he talked about peeing off the top of a mountain, and I'm just like, wow, this oh, this guy's a character. Well um, played, Wayne. Well played. Yeah. Right, right. right? The yeah, middle there's, Teton. There's nothing, I peed off the top of the middle Teton, that which, of course, you know what more. that transfers yeah. yeah. her food and talking about appendages that women yeah. can't use to pee off the top of the I mountain. still basically ridicule my wife for not having learned to pee standing up yet. Because, well, would, because it gets you know, in the way. You know, women can pee standing up. The problem Apparently is not the way we the need them shoes. to. Yeah. So, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Yeah, right. yeah. So, so I'm on board with... This sounds like, this sounds like yeah. something I would do. Frankly. I would be remiss if I didn't add this in here because my wife sometimes listens to the show. She brought one of those pee things for when, like, road trips and camping. Sometimes she just uses it because it makes her feel, you know, like, oh, this is easy. I see what, how lucky you guys are. Yeah, <laughs> that's the weirdest yeah. thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Maybe she won't get the minute fourteen. We'll see. Right. <laughs> I'm not gonna cut it out. Tanya never makes it to ten. Love so. you, honey. Okay, all right. So he's talking about pissing off the Tetons. Yeah, yeah. You are <laughs> I, eating food off her plate. Completely unimpressed. Maybe I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. completely right. unimpressed. Unfortunately, I also. For what it's worth, um, I was not trying to. You don't come across as the kind of no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You were yeah. just being. Yeah. You're no, yeah, I mean, this, being is, my this is yes. like Awful literally self. how yeah. he is. Yeah. You yeah. either like him or you just roll your eyes. I can tell you right so, off the bat, we like him. Yeah, yeah for sure. 100%. I mean, he's a very likable guy. We will miss the last uh, probably we'll be guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, more so <laughs> than to women. <laughs> well, <laughs> hey, I have that problem. I and then and then unfortunately I ended up twisting my. My knee, and um, that was a precursor to needing ACL surgery. But he was chivalrous enough to be pretty much the only person who stayed behind to help me get home. Which you I know, did think she was gorgeous. I did no hesitation there for like the whole. Wow, you're talking about peeing. I mean, I'll take the ride home. That's okay as long as you don't pee on me. I was actually, yeah. I tried really hard not to make that joke. So. Right? So there you go. Yeah. And, and, and it, I it, didn't. it took a, it took, took some slow turns, but, um, we ended up moving out here and then getting married a few years after we moved out here and moved together. So, um, so yeah, we were from, from similar high school, but didn't even know each other in high school. I mean, literally met each other at this reunion. So yeah. What brought you out here then? Um, beer mostly, okay, okay. um, and the suggestions, fact that we were both going through a divorce, suggestions so, like, of really gorgeous not. places yeah. to live. And, um, so yeah, I, I have not been in, in the brewing beer industry forever. So my job at the time offered me an opportunity in, uh, Colorado Springs, which I took and um what year was that that you moved out here 2011 yeah Yeah, august 2011 so um yeah so it's almost been 10 years wow welcome welcome to colorado thank you it's impressive okay so you move out here you're working in colorado springs did you have a brewing job here then well i you know and it's funny because i i had i had a fairly decent resume yeah between professional education both here in the u.s and in germany Mm having worked at some well-regarded breweries where, you know, I won some medals, um, 
and uh, some high-profile places. I mean, the most obvious big-profile places, Bells. Yep. yep. Um, ooh, but whoa, whoa. heard of them? Whoa, whoa! Yeah, I think a lot of two-hearted. Yeah, a lot yeah. of two-hearted. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so thank well, you for and that. And then the other obvious, like uh, you know, it's more of a niche nerd enthusiast place, but nevertheless, it's highly regarded. The Coonan Brewery. Okay. Um, and so I had some good stuff on my resume i had a lot of experience and i had good recommendations and all of this and i overly optimistically assumed that in the very healthy and growing brewing industry in colorado it would not be too hard to find a job opportunity with that kind of a background and as it turned out it didn't work out that way Laura and I both assumed, we were both thinking about moving out here, that it would be more challenging for her to find a spot than me. And what was your background, Laura? Um, I've done a whole lot of things. (laughs) She was a professional chef, which is most relevant probably to what we do here. Right, right, yeah. So, So I'm a chef. I worked for years at Unitarian Universalist Churches as Director of Religious Education. Oh, we'll have to talk Um, about that. Yeah, right on. I have a client that is... (laughs) <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> challenge. A challenge. <laughs> but um, very much enjoyed the work. And um, and I've worked in the restaurant industry and hospitality for a, a long... You'd think I'd lived several lives. I Maybe I have. But, um, <laughs> in parallel. I work hard, yeah. Um, and I also um, was founded a um, uh, conflict resolution um, programming camp for kids. Okay. Um, and ran that nonprofit for five years. But so, I guess there's a thread, which would be you're a good person. I was just, just, like, just going to uh, say. Why do we always he, interview people is, that are better than us? This is where we're yeah. not going to interview Wayne too closely okay. on that one. Right? Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> we're not going to peel back that layer? <laughs> oh, that's too funny. So, I mean, what I'm hearing, Wayne, though, is that the professional, artisanal, craft brewing industry whatever you want to call it, in 2010, 2011, 2012, was extremely competitive here in the metro Denver area. Is that what you're telling us? Well, A guy with your credentials? And, and, you know, it's interesting. Two point. I don't want to put words in anyone else's mouths. Just use your your words. Well, but the thing is, in my mind... You don't have to be politically a lot of correct the, I mean, either. all of these businesses are small businesses. Even when you start looking at people like, you know, Great Divide or New Belgium or Odell's or whatever, they're still, in the big picture, they're small businesses that have only got from a grand total of a few jobs or one or two yeah. up to a few dozen or a few hundred jobs total, total. That's in their in, in their business right not openings and, you're saying and this yeah is, just this is what positions. this is what our full-time yeah. salary looks like this exactly is, and so within that context um it is i think very very easy for during the course of uh, a few weeks or months for any business like that to just not really happen to have much in the way of yeah. openings and and I think it's I I mean I don't know I mean I, obviously the growth was very substantial at that time frame in terms of new breweries opening and breweries increasing their volume um, in the early teens mm-hmm. um, 
in the front range of Colorado. Uh, but I, I can't try to speak for what their circumstances were. They showed a surprising lack of interest in someone who had some good qualifications. Well, they, they didn't reply in some cases. Part, part, of, part of the issue, though, that, you know, we, of course, had our experience in Michigan, and that was what we went on. People knew us. Yeah. People knew where, where you'd been. Um, you were part of the guild. There was, you know, there were all sorts of connections that were already there. And in an artisan community, you go with what you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. and Absolutely. That's, that is something yeah. incredibly trustworthy. Yeah. It is important to apprentice people. It's important, it's and I point. say this to yep. everybody people who's listening, yeah. it's important to apprentice so that you get a reputation built with a strong background and people know how you were trained and things like that. In Michigan, that was one thing. In Colorado, it's obviously Colorado's thing. And it just, it, it takes a little while for people to understand, yeah, okay, you know, the way you're gonna do things could mesh with the way we're doing things. It's a more trustworthy experience to take somebody that you've already trained from the bottom. Yeah. And it's you also know? such a unique specialty that there can't be that many jobs out there, even big, small. A good example is I went to Revolution in Chicago last year. I had to go to a wedding, and and we went and did an interview with their... Yeah, and Marty, their barrel-aged guy... This was off the record, but I had asked him, you know, oh, why so don't you put it on the record? No, no, no. But I, well, why don't you open your own spot? <laughs> he, he might said, cut this out later because he's, he's the barrel, like he's the barrel aged guy. Like that's all he does. He's got he runs the barrel room. He's got four hundred barrels, right? Like he's the best, arguably, you know, at that scale in the country at it. Like why would you leave that the comfort of that job, sure, right, to go do your own thing? Well, you you can control everything in that you know million dollar cooler. Like, it's you, right. Yeah, I mean, there, there's no reason for him to ever leave at that moment. So I, I get it, right? I totally understand yep. kind of what you're saying. But, what, but I guess, can you put us in in 2011? What were the breweries in town or along yeah, the who front range who are to? doing you know barrel aged stuff and, and, and you know some really interesting well, well, and, stuff? And I mean, I was I was not I was not being particular. I mean, I my intent was always to come to work for someone. For like one to three years, yeah. do a good job for them for a little while, and all of that while trying to get a brewery that I was a partner in open yeah. in the front range. That was always my intent. Okay. So I didn't really care that much. You know, it didn't have to be a barrel place per se. It didn't have to be, you know, brew house or cellar or packaging or, you know, it didn't have to be any particular role. I felt experienced and confident and capable enough to do any of those roles and so i was just looking for one of those but it was just a question of finding the right thing and they and the the eventually the the combination of things that worked out uh worked out with uh brian hutchinson uh john fiorilli we know these names yeah yeah yeah, and so brian hutchinson is the uh partner and head brewer for cannonball creek yep we're just these days fantastic fantastic brewery um long night a couple of weeks ago yeah and john fiorilli has been the direct so brian was at the time the director of all brewing operations for the mountain sun chain yep yep yep. all right and 
John Fiorilli was a, a, like the number two guy okay. for the Mountain Sun chain. Uh, but um, very soon, literally, I, so they wanted to offer me a job. I took the job. I moved out here. Within less than two months, Brian left the group to work full-time on getting Cannonball Creek open. Because okay. this was spring of 12, Cannonball opened in January of 13. Okay. Um, so, uh, and Fiorilli has been the person managing the fantastic Mountain Sun group since then. Since then. Um, and doing a terrific job with all of that. Um, and so sort of along with yeah, yeah. We're beer. always, always happy beer. to interrupt. Sorry, I'm interrupting no, you. No, no, no. We I'm always, interrupting him because I know his glasses are empty. Always what do you recommend? My glass is empty. Yes. How did you like the Laura, Let the Meat Jelly Beans? First. Just to let you know, you guys had the sneak preview. This is it's Wayne's birthday It's being released birth- tomorrow. It's my birthday beer. This is Wayne's birthday beer. Oh, happy birthday let, again. Let them eat. You can't cheers yet. I mean, it's you have to pick something anyway. But, yeah, this is... We hope that our... We've sadly never actually talked to the guy. Hold Joe. the mic. Hold the mic. This is important. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Never important. talked to the guy. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, sorry, no, you're good. You're gonna it's unfiltered for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, the uh, Dead Kennedys uh, punk rock band vocalist, yeah. Jello Biafra. Okay. Um, they did a Hi, Jello, if you're listening. Jello, if you're listening, which I have no yeah. idea why you would if be. If you're listening, but you we just love need you. to come here and drink the beer. And Please drink the beer. Is and a personal and friend, or is this something we need to like take on as a mission for you? Yeah, right? yeah totally. Okay. Take it on as a mission. I mean, Dead you know. Kennedy. He lives yeah. in Frisco, so well, I mean. Well, I mean, he used to live in Boulder, so. Yeah, but he's, he's a Boulder native. Well, we'll just meet him at Outbound, and we'll call it good. See? You know. <laughs> there you go. But in any case, they did a release of a punk rock compilation in 80 or 81 called Let Them Eat Jelly Beans that uh, was my connection and entrance into punk rock which for my life has become the of all I mean I like a lot of different types of music but that is the one that more than any other I listen to and my favorite band in the history of anything would certainly be Dead Kennedys um so, and so, so when we created this, this is no, I'm telling you, man. This right? is, what do we got to do? Just go well, stand see, in Frisco with well, a sign on the side of the street? Within a week, we've got to have a message though, from when him. When you look yeah. at our I guarantee menu, it. all of our beers have a story. I mean, Prince, Prince of Liechtenstein is coming out on Friday. We've got Ratman 20,000. Speaking of Avery. Do you know Ratman? Many, no. Oh, oh, you guys have to meet Ratman. We don't Rat know man. anybody. I don't um, know. Yeah. Yeah, so that's we, coming we out on, on Saturday. But um, yeah, let them eat jelly beans is is punk rock reference and completely, um, you know, in in honor of of Wayne's um, delight in Jello Biafra. Um, I mean, I like him too. Hey, Jello, come drink our beer. And um, <laughs> it's gonna happen, right? I feel like we've climbed <laughs> um, down the so hole here. so one like, two three is... go is actually a porter that we finally have back on tap, and that is a reference to um, a, a song called "Got the Time" okay. from a dude named Joe Jackson. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah. essentially a Brit punk. Oh, totally, song. totally right, need right. to listen to "Get Sharp." Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nineteen seventy nine, absolutely yep. fantastic album. Yeah. So we've actually named two beers so I can after that. Shit. I know. Yeah. One was the one was the very first Imperial Porter that we had on tap, which is called Tick Tick Ticken in my head. Okay. Um, which is part of the same song. So yeah. this yeah. should one, be two, like three, a go, multi-part. Tick Tick Ticken in my head. Yeah. We're gonna have to come back. Yeah. No. Totally. I mean, yeah. We've got we've got great stories for pretty much every beer. 
That's amazing. Except for the Belgian quad. Belgian, the Belgian quad's the most boring name ever. Yeah, the Belgian quad story is, I just couldn't think it of it. Well, it just says classic. It's perfect. Well, it's it's good. Good. <laughs> you didn't just it's, call it, it's fuck Belgian it, quad. I don't know what else to do. I'm right. I don't want to make I you think, think about this I think that was actually taken. <laughs> <laughs> to be oh. honest, oh, yeah, yeah. there are so many beers. Maybe that's why we didn't name our third kid that. I would get the mind bender, but we had that at Cannibal Creek. Nice. Did you? You should have ours. Right? Because we... Ours is... We went up there different. with Hutch, and they came down oh, here and brought us. Wait, 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 wait. Let me see that. Uh, it's very interesting. It the, as as the we're collab that we had. Yeah. 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 As we kind we of got, we so got an extra two tenths of a point out of it. Ooh. Yeah, theirs is twelve nine. Ours is thirteen one. Pushies. Totally different. <laughs> Pushies. Wow. So it's interesting. We we're yeah, so shit. used to hearing yeah, these right. these these trees, right? These brewing trees. When we started the show out two years ago, it was Odell. You think about that, Jay, just ironically, yeah, yeah, right? it or really serendipitously. Was. But now Mountain Sun. I think you're the third, the third, right? Because Mike uh, at Sanitas was a Mountain Sun guy, wasn't he? Yeah, I think yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, Mike was a Mountain Sun guy once. A, once yeah, time. yeah. For what, for what it's worth, as a funny little uh, story. What? What? Brad Lamon, who is currently in charge of the post, previously yes, email, was shit, in charge get, yep. of he Prost. He has. He emailed us to do the interview. That's very rare. Usually we have to go be Nobody emails sycophants. Us. But Usually <laughs> they email you, yeah. and I find out about it. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Brad. We'll get you, we'll get you on the yeah. show. We'll so come anyway, up. Brad and I actually met each other working together under Hutch oh. and John Fiorilli at the Vine Street Pub here in Denver, um, you know, for the Mountain Sun Group. Right. That's how we met each other. We discovered in a, again, a bizarre small world kind of scenario, Brad is a Michigan native as well. He grew up in the suburbs of Kalamazoo. Mm -hmm. He started his homebrewing career at Bell's uh, Eccentric Cafe store, homebrewing shop. Um, But one thing that in the time that we were working together... One thing that he realized that is a really, really, I mean, it's a, it, it's a super sweet thing that he's said to me, but it's just funny, I think. When he was a beer enthusiast, but not yet a home brewer or a professional brewer, he talked about going to this place in the suburbs of Detroit called the Royal Oak Brewery, okay. which is still very successful, very... Uh, you know, happy place in the suburbs of Detroit um, where I was the original head brewer and he went there and he loved the beer and he kept going there. And then at some point he liked the beer a little bit less and he moved on to any, but he discovered another place that he really liked the beer. Um, and then he went to another place that it, but then he didn't like the beer there as much anymore. And then, but he discovered another place that he really liked the beer at. Okay. Well, what he didn't know was that he followed my brewing career. (laughs) Each of those three places that he went to and then eventually moved on from... We're, but we're reciprocating now. I yeah, mean, we're going yeah. to we're going to the post. We, we actually go, today we, go to the post we went and drank Oktoberfest at the post yeah, for lunch. Really today. good beer. Well, are Where they open they? for lunch midweek? They're now? open for dinner. They didn't, they didn't used to be open for lunch. Yeah, the, the Rosedale yeah. one over at like yeah. uh, Broadway and Evans area. That, I could walk to that one. That didn't used to be open for lunch. It's all Fridays. What time were we there? Like it was only oh, open. Okay. It was. About I believe you. Twelve. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So they've, yeah. there you go. They've changed yeah. their hours. Anyway, they. And, Best you know, gluten-free right. fried chicken And Brad chicken is town. making absolutely delicious beer. 
Um, and so we are more than happy to reciprocate following Brad around. Okay. Um, <laughs> but in a funny thing, two guys who just we liked each other and yeah. we were just getting to know each other. And then all of a sudden as we're chatting and telling stories and reminiscing and stuff, he's like, wait, when were you brewing there? And then wait, when were you brewing there? And so he's like, I drank your beer when so, you were brewing there. So and it's just a weird thing. Midwestern stuff around. That's another place. That you <laughs> More well, Midwestern. Laura, you've got a lot of white space on the wall. I feel like there should be there a, should be a some timeline. Bags. No, bags up no, on no, the wall? no, 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 no. I feel like we could, Track Wayne's trajectory. See from the east white. To west. The white space is supposed to represent imagination. Oh, all right. The more so beer you drink, yeah. Yeah. the, the higher the ABV, the it more the imagination. Well, I paint in that color than it was to paint in a dark color. Gonna, there, so. I was gonna avoid thirteen point one for beer number two, yeah. but I did it. <laughs> we don't talk a lot about Michigan beer. We talk about Bell's. Will, we talk about Founders. Was Willie, for, Willie worked at Bell's, right? At uh, you know the Willie Turner at uh, Zuni Street. Oh, it's Zuni. Willie was. I think his first job was. Yeah, that's very right. possible. Right. Willie heard did. That. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. that sounds yeah. right. That yeah. sounds right. For what it's worth, also Dave Chichura, okay. who's a Colorado alum, he worked at Mountain Sun, and he also was the director of brewing at Oscar Blues okay. for several years. Okay. Um, the last. He went somewhere. to Eddie Line, and then he no, went to um, uh, up in Wyoming, yeah. uh, uh, the IPA place, Melvin. Wyoming. Melvin okay. went to Melvin, but I think he's also moved on from there now. I can't keep I can't keep up with uh, Dave, but Mountain Sun person. How yes. how just to kind of to ask not the inter- I want to ask the interesting question. What makes you two and Burns family so much a part of the Denver community in ways that we don't always see from? Some of the breweries here. I mean, you're kind of like, like well, what, the are you, what are you seeing? This like, is what I always menu. ask. I think you look at the menu. Who have you collabed with? You've collabed with Cannonball Creek, Weldworks. Who else is on there? I mean, uh, well, we collab with the Post, Strange Craft, obviously. Post, we collab with Strange, Strange, yeah, Wits End, yeah, Wits End, Strange. Um, you're clearly great people. Is it? Does it come down to that? I mean. I, I guess what you're know, saying it. Some people are scared to collab thing? with us, though. But I'm, like, I'm really serious because they're like, you know, you're going to make a really high gravity beer. I don't know if we're going <laughs> to. Yeah. And I'm like, it's okay. We can make other beer. Well, right. It's, and like, for example, with the collab with Weldworks. Uh, we well, they var- didn't say they were scared. I'm just saying. No, no, no. Yeah. Not at all. They're no. scared of But I think, you know, it was one of those things where, we, you know, we. We respect and understand, you know, the right fit for our model is not necessarily the right fit for someone else's. And so when we worked through with Neil Fisher and and Arnie and and the brewing team there, when we worked through this collab, we decided what we would do is we would do their version of it was a double IPA, a double hazy. So their version of it was Copper Wolf. Right. And ours we did as a triple so, so ours became Copper Wolf in, in the, the woods. Um, but is that this way, how a typical collab works? Where we just choose names and then no, no we send people off into the woods and version. I mean, um, well, sometimes yeah, sometimes it's it depends on um, where uh, where actually the the liquid should originate 
in best form. I mean, uh-huh. so when we uh-huh. do when we do a collaboration and and we brew one here and we brew one at Wellworks, then they get to keep all their liquid and we get to keep all our liquid. If um, we and we brew, just cross promote. We all, that, yeah, if we, we also, also did a collaboration to... with Woods Boss and oh, and right. that was brewed right. at Woods Boss, so we needed to purchase the kegs from them to put on tap here. So I'm it guessing just, that was so a really their beer technically. It would, te- it would right. technically be their beer. We're purchasing it off them. So but wherever so, it's physically but, brewed, but it's, it's yes, that brewery's beer. It, okay. Yes, exactly. So, but that doesn't take away from it being a collaboration. No, no, the no. The other no. collaboration we did was with Grateful Gnome. Oh, you guys should oh, know yeah, about that. Grateful Gnome. Anyway, right. Um, yeah. Amazing sandwiches too. They, they've yeah. got some sandwiches. They've got, yeah. they got, they got so, uh, dozens. Dead bar. But, dozens. But, you know, in it's some cases, <laughs> like with Grateful Gnome, you, don't, you just don't necessarily want too much of that liquid. Um, because, you know, for... So, so that one was really funny. You it, can we, usually say it on this radio show, by the way. Well, we, okay, we can, so, we can so throw this, out some love to was, another friend. Absolutely. Best Doherty is an amazing brewer, and she deserves all the credit. And I have no idea if she's from the Midwest. Actually, I think she's a native Coloradan. But anyway, um, <laughs> we... She we, said that right, by the way. Not Coloradoan. She yeah. said Coloradan. Coloradan. Exactly. the one with the accent. I... Oh no! When I showed up, <laughs> I could hear it. I could hear it. Yeah, <laughs> up there. Sam and Sally. Exactly. Um, do you have yeah. a tab? Yeah. Anyway, there you go. Um, there you go. Wow! 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 Right? Yeah. I get oh, yeah. This. yeah. Mm. It starts fading yeah. into Iowa. That you guys have to like kind of fades. Work hard to get rid of it, huh? <laughs> no. Or I've still got it. Or don't give a shit. I've been here over eight years. I've still got it. This is a guy that clearly doesn't give a shit. He's just like I'm here. I mean, there's some of that. It, yeah, no, that's yeah. the way you should be. So, um, anyway, our collaboration with Bess was the brainchild of um, being seated at Counterculture. Another shout another out to, shout a, out to a another friend. Brewery. And another um, Cannonball Creek connection. Yep. Oh, you're right, you're and right. um, I was sitting next to Bess at the counter. And this is pre COVID, I'm okay. just saying. Um, and Wayne was when sitting. When was that? 17 marches ago. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Exactly. So I was in between Bess and Wayne, and I was talking to the person on Bess's left. And we were having. And Wayne this conversation. was talking to Bess. We okay. were having okay. this conversation, you know, back like yeah. this. And they were having a conversation forward like that. A lot of and spittle. And so what I, right? What <laughs> I heard. What I heard at various points were collaboration, uh, and I turn and I'm like, yes, because I'm like, you know, let's I'm, do that. I'm definitely ADD, and um, we, we took a tiny little, tiny, 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 tiny part in helping Grateful Gnome. We uh, helped carry in some chairs and stuff for him. Well, anyway, sounds like a collaboration. Um, so, you did so it. then, then I hear, I hear barrel age, to which I'm like, yes, okay. and then I go back to my conversation, right, and and then in the end, as we're saying goodbye. Bess is like, so we'll be in touch about that barrel-aged Imperial Seltzer. She didn't hear the context for all all the ways when Bess and I were cracking up constantly. Yes, she kind of missed that. So there is a beer called There's a Beer Over There. Uh... Because it's an Imperial Seltzer ringing in at, we had to get it tested. I mean, we get a lot of our beers tested, but we really, really needed to get this beer tested because the hydrometer dropped to the bottom of the... Anyone who's ever homebrewed. Of the 
um, what do you call it? It's like a tube. There you go. It dropped and it it dropped and it bounced off the bottom. So it clearly was way below zero. And so not knowing how strong this beer was, we had to get it tested. It came in at 14.36%. This is a seltzer. It's a seltzer. It's a seltzer. And it was aged. Well, technically it is. Seltzer is a beer. Because it was made with sugar from corn corn. from grain. Exactly. Yeah. So it was made with grain so, sugar. Yeah. It was really just so, a gin tonic. So according, yeah, so according to TTB, <laughs> it, was, it is a beer. It was aged in a rye whiskey barrel. Yeah, it was aged in it. And it came out clear in the, in the barrel aged. We were going to put flavors in it. but Well, after, that was going to be my next question. What fruit did you... After tasting it out of the barrel, the barrel came across so clearly. It was almost like an education in... This is what, this is what barrel, barrel aging, aging does. does to your beer. So it was so cool. It's got a vanilla, a creamy vanilla, spicy, um, dry. Spicy, dry. Wow. How long ago flavor. was this? That this was came, supposed to be done for it was, collaboration. It was done fest. for the So you guys fest. have some that's hiding in the back? Oh, yeah. Totally. Yes, we oh, do. Oh, fuck, dude. Yeah. yeah. But it was done for Collab Fest. It was on tap in the spring, early summer. And then we pull it off. I mean, we still got some aging right now. Yeah. Yeah. It, at no, that, we sell it. We sell it in bottles. Yeah, so, and we yeah. have it in bottles yeah. available to go in bottles. Very, very reasonably sized. Bottles. We're forty spin- minutes your head in. No, spinning? I, we, we haven't, ask, we haven't like, gotten a shit. No, like okay, okay, we gotta back up. We gotta back up. <laughs> Why? You promised because me I want to know. Be able to take this. No, you're good. You're good. So, yeah. um, no, no. With all these. Threads. What made? How did you get to opening a brewery? Let's just get there. Well, I don't well, even know where so the guy works once I'm sorry, but this Mountain is... Sun. Mountain Sun. This For is... a hot minute, the maybe. The Brewer's I, Retirement Plan. Okay. So Opening okay. a brewery is the Brewer's Retirement Plan. I worked plan. at Mountain Sun. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, this is this is where brewers go to die if they go anywhere. It's Denver not very often that you can get <laughs> a job that actually... Unless you have a wife who or a husband who can offer you good health care and a decent retirement plan... This is this is where brewers go to die. Brewers generally get paid very, very, very badly. Yes. In okay. we can actually slightly appreciate that. I mean, I a I worked a lot of brewers to to give you a ballpark, not to get too specific or whatever, but um, as a person who's worked, you know, more than twenty five years professionally, been professionally educated in the U.S. and in Germany. Won multiple GABF and World Beer Cup awards, and on and on and on. I, as a brewer employee, never in my life made 50K in a year. And more than half of those years, I had to pay for my own health care out of my own pocket. So that's where is my $8 a pint going? Well, that's the thing, right? It's, it's go, there's, there's a lot of sunk costs in a brewery. The equipment's expensive. Um, you can, you can take just the pure cost of goods. If you subtract, if, if you only think about grain, water, yeast, hops, those things aren't necessarily a large portion of of the price of a beer, but Sadly. you have to consider that there's an enormous water bill, there's a refuse bill, there's a, um, you know, a, all of the 
front of the house if there is one or packaging costs a packaging brewery you would think that or i don't think but the the common assumption is and we we had this happen to us frequently in our first two years of business well it'll be great when you're located at x store or y store when are you going to start distributing well why um when i sell it to you in a glass I get more profit from that glass than I ever would when I sell it wholesale and I am self-distributing. I make slightly more money, but once I go to a wholesaler, I make even less money. I mean, the the cost-benefit analysis of of a distributing brewery is crazy awful. So... You know, looking, people saying, oh, I can't wait to see you in stores. Well, that's a marketing tool for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is marketing yeah. to be in stores. It is a hope that you will pay enough attention to our beer or to any, anybody else's beer that you'll then either buy in huge volumes, which, of course, will mm-hmm. help mm-hmm. because volume always helps, but we're not a volume brewery. Mm-hmm. This this type of model that we have, this is not a volume brewery. We do high gravity beers. That is our niche. Yeah. We also have plenty of beers on tap that are under 10%. Might not show that on our menu under right 10%. this second. Yeah, those are our those session are our beers. Session hey, there's, beers. there's one down to 5.4 right? on here. Exactly. Yeah. So, so we've done, we've done one as outside. low as 2.2. Okay. So, I mean, yeah. we are capable Burns of making beers. I, I won. Two to 14. Two to 20.2. Two, two. 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 Yeah. Two. Yeah. Our strongest beer so far was just over beer. 20%. Yep. We released that um, in July. It was called Heavenly Lawhammer Solar Eclipse. Solar Imperial Eclipse Scout. is Imperial a name, Scout. a beer that Wayne has been brewing since 2000 and. Three, uh, one, probably two, three, solar something like that. Yeah, and and it is an amazing beer. I mean, it's one of the things that got him into saying, "No, look, I can do big beer, and this, I, I can do it well. It can taste good off the tap." And so far, we have we have a two. It must have been two thousand one because we have two thousand one cellared, and um, just just an FYI on New Year's Day for those of you who have nothing to do. You might want to pay attention to our events on that day. And, um, I'll be 39 and 364 days. Yeah, you're right? There. See, there you go. So I might as well so, do something useful. But, but Solar Speaking Eclipse is Wayne's brand. He's been doing it forever. And now we're doing it here, and we do Solar Eclipse every year. Our next, our 2020 Solar Eclipse releases on November 5th. So, um, But we had the triple barrel age, so it got aged in stainless for five months, got aged in a laws barrel for five months, got aged in a deer hammer barrel for five months, got aged in a Heaven Hill Elijah Craig barrel for five months. Lots of work went into this beer, and it's still obviously This is one beer. Barrel aging. It was one beer. Barrel aging is tricky. At 20.2% alcohol. 20.2%. Alcohol, it probably tastes like it's 13, 14. Huh. That sounds wow. dangerous as fuck. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah. Let's, I, I like it a good way. What are we at? We're at 50 minutes? We have no time left. No, I want to ask. I want to I I got a question. Got, Hold I'm, on real I'm quick. I think we have just all sorts of things. You got the next question. <laughs> I got no question. I'm trying to. I, cir- I, <laughs> I swore to God we'd circle it back up. We're, we're going to have to get back I don't, I don't think we episode. have to. I, I think I warned something I think we put a pin in it. 
And then we like, just no, 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 no. We let's can just come back. come back and interview Laura for like the halftime show. Oh, shit. Oh, jeez. That's actually Jay. the first beer I've That's spilled your, since yeah. beer stat. Yeah. You, no, you guys talk. Tell me where the rag is. I, got, I do have a question. Okay, so Shit. let me ask. You're fine. You're fine. It happens. It's all right. Yeah, tell my wife that. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, why? <laughs> as you two, I guess it I mean, is an Otterbox. See, there you go. Yeah, I'm this smart, con- I'm a smart consumer. This moment has clearly, I, I guess, obviously shown you things about the business that you don't know that you had seen and all of this stuff. So, you made the point about um, folks maybe getting to distribution. A little bit before they should have, or they got a little. Well, no, 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 no. I know you weren't saying that. As we move forward, is a place we like are this, smart enough to recognize. Is a place like we went to Factotum last week, or a place like Cannibal Creek. It sure seems like people like y'all think getting out of this is possible, whereas maybe folks that got a little bit over getting their head. COVID? Yeah, yeah, that's we don't the, like the yeah, date. High overhead, pretty obvious. High overhead has to just be scaring the shit out of some of these well, people, right? I mean, you're talking to your friends. And we got really us. low. We okay. got really low okay. overhead. Okay. And, yeah. And it's scaring the it's shit out of us. It's still hurting I mean, us bad, even with we've low got, overhead. We've got 4,200 square feet here, yeah. plus the parking lot, which adds, I don't know, whatever. And, and we can, I mean, it's not even a matter of how many people we can put inside because for those people who have been to us before, we've never really packed this place except for special events and special releases, which happen 12 to 20 times a year. Um, but, but it's our, our rent being located where we're at, we're lucky. In, in you some are guys, places, you're in an amazing part of Denver. Let's just face we it. We are an amazing part of. I mean, it's we are. Unique, first of all, dad it's clean. Yeah, there's yeah. parking. It's easy to get to. The streets are straight. You guys um, are so close to the Columbine Brewery. It's or Columbine Col- Steakhouse. Oh Columbine Steakhouse. I mean, it's that scary. should be seriously like just there. We might have eaten there a right. few times. Right. Oh, my God. They're yeah. so amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's, and and there yeah, are so a, many good um, just just family restaurants mm-hmm. and family businesses around here. We're proud to be here. Are I mean, this old, is a great place to be. Are you old scared? nostalgic neighborhood. No, so, to on. get okay, back. All right. I got to think Forgot about this it. for half a the second. The guy who spilled his beer. On the road, right? When he lived in Denver... The baseball fields right up here at 6th and Federal? Yeah. Oh, sure, yeah. He went to a rodeo. Nice. Hmm. Who did? Nice. You did? No, the guy that rode on the road. Oh, the guy that rode on the, okay. the, the, jo- on the road. Jack, Jack Carraway. Oh, oh, the guy who, okay. I yeah, Jack. was afraid to miss. Pronounces you name. Got it. You got it. Yeah. After I spilled my beer, I was sure it wasn't coming out. I right. just finished. <laughs> hey, I just finished Factotum the book after we went and go oh, by yeah. Bukowski. Did you bring it with you so I could share it? No, no, no. It's I got the audio book. You guys, you, you guys totally are in honest. an in an extremely historic neighborhood, in my opinion. Awesome. And I grew up right around the corner. No shit. We, born we are and, in an amazing born and neighborhood. Raised. I am. Um, I would really like to. I would really like to try not to spill the. He, he um, probably didn't even drink very much. Thoughts of winter. No, I actually I had all but a little bit before I spilled it. So yeah, the, the um, summer so, stout so is intriguing. Yeah, we're are you, we're like, thrilled to be in this neighborhood. Um, are, you, is, are you worried? Are you two? I mean, I would assume you work together. You're you're at home. Well, you're laying I'm worried in bed. About that, 
It's not, no, I mean, my wife and I don't run a brewery for. Are reason. you? Are you? Are you worried about the next six months? Of are course. you worried about things getting of colder? Of course, I'm worried about the next six minutes. I mean, sure. yeah. I'm, I accept that I'm talking to you guys. So good, we're drinking beer. That's all. No, be fine. Go you got thirty um, minutes before it but, gets bad. But of course, I'm worried. Yeah. Of, what do you? What are you worried about? Of course, I am. We. Um, COVID has changed things, and and in my opinion, it's changed things kind of for good. I mean, there's never going to be a, yeah. oh, let's get back to quote-unquote normal. Thank that you. It, it will always be different. There will be aspects of the things that breweries have been given permission to do, like deliver, that is probably going to be pretty damn hard to get rid of yep. now that you've let From that cat out of the bag. From a consumer standpoint, fuck, yeah. I right? hope so, yeah. Now that yeah. you let that cat out of the bag. However, we don't deliver. Why? Because we have two old cars, and if they die, you're not getting your beer. Yeah. So, you know, I would, again, rather be in a store where <laughs> I can deliver a few cases of beer. Would you, I mean, right? would you well, rather be there, Laura? I, I would, I would I, rather be here. Out, I have figured out who does what here, okay? <laughs> would you rather be in a, in a store... Than delivering or or building on the groundbreaking things that brewers and bars in general have been allowed to do over the last six plus months. It's a really good question, and I do I, don't come I up do with have an often. answer. And I also will say that I struggle with um, the trajectory of of where we are going as Burns Family Artisan Ales, and where. Um, the hospitality industry as a whole is going. In what way? In what do you mean? There's two trajectories, yeah. COVID, right? I don't anticipate, and and I'm just being really straightforward. I don't anticipate anything getting back to normal until the middle of the summer at the earliest next yeah. year. I mean, this right 2020's been what bad, but I think we've got a lot of yuck to go through yet, mm-hmm. and continuing to put one foot in front of the other is both a matter of chutzpah and a matter of and yes i did i was just gonna say you. is that a midwestern yeah. word yeah no it's it's it's, it's being Yiddish. married Yiddish. yeah it's being married to a jewish man <laughs> for 17 years i knew i actually um, knew what it was anyway, first husband so but um oh, it's no. it's a matter of I'm balls of and and a little bit of of chicanery in order to be able to continue to stay relevant in people's minds. Um, the relevancy is what matters. As long as we can stay relevant and present, that's important to us. So thank you for inviting us to be on your show. That's part of it. But also absolutely pu- putting beers out that continue to inspire people to think about, wow, what the f- how would they get to 20.2? You can cuss. Right? Yeah, you really um, can. You should okay. cuss. <laughs> Do you I've, argue about it, though? Like, I don't mean to make, make this a, a marriage counseling session, but <laughs> it's got, like, talking to Chris and Dina Odyssey, right? Like, there's got to be some difficult conversations that you two have to have because when he was pouring beer, Jay asked the question, and you were very, like, clear and cut about the answer, right? It's a difficult answer. Is it? I mean, it's well, got, the let's stress put it this has way. to be our, our amazing. Our communication styles are slightly different. Okay. He rambles. I ask the question. He rambles. Oh yeah, at I a specific I, time. I tend, I tend to be more direct. But is it? Um, the stress has to be. The I don't stress know. is amazing. Well, of course, the I stress think is amazing. They're drinking. They're drinking the profits. Peers, right, yeah. uh, Brandon at Alternation. 
Yeah. In his recent oh. post, as and, they, the, and, and just, okay, and to be and and to be really straightforward, that one scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and I'm I'm not saying anything about anyone else, but we related. Yeah. To them. Yeah. At alternation, <laughs> in a way, we were on on the not same like side else, of the huh? tracks. We were. Um, we were doing something a little bit different and trying to continue to connect move with that people, niche, yeah. you if know. If we could, and and I and both of us really felt like like you know, alternation was just a place to watch. I mean, mm-hmm. we watch places. That's the way you learn. Yeah. Right. Um, well, we are not well works. And bless their hearts for being who they are and, and having the reputation that they do and all the rest of and that And where stuff. they are, but too. But we are... Okay, yeah. they're in Greeley. They've anyway, made it work. Um, They've made yeah, it work. They made, they made Greeley work. And, That's and the as thing, as, yeah. But as far yeah. as I'm wow. concerned, From a couple of if they can make Greeley work, we can make Valverde work. Okay. There is no reason yeah. that somebody cannot get to Valverde, which is in Denver. It's in if Denver. If Going to Greeley. We're, this is the dead center of Denver. People. We're right but next to Federal and Sixth. I mean, so, it's, like, it's really not so hard. easy to get here. But so, and it's not hard. a cool neighborhood. So nine months ago, I would one I'd hold for one Utah, moment. He's the that, no, just the brief, the brief thought. The thing that I brought up alternation in my mind was his comment. What part of his statement was the reason that they made the choice was for relief. And, and, yeah. and because of so, all of the pressure, the stress, the challenges, the, the dynamics, decisions. it's hard. The constant yeah. decisions. So, There's no so our two-year two yeah. anniversary happened on August 18th. And last year, we did not hold our one-year anniversary on August 18th because our delightful <laughs> our daughter, silly daughter. Our, our delightful daughter was getting married. <laughs> That's so we on went her. to her that wedding. That is on her. Right? Like getting we married. We didn't make wedding. her have the wedding this year. So we held our anniversary mid-September, which actually worked out better because typically in the summer, there are a lot Festival of season. festivals to go to in this August. This lot would be hot as fuck, too, by the way. And, <laughs> yep. and that, that's true. Yep. And, and so that so there was one place that we struggled because I was like, I just don't want to even acknowledge our anniversary. Can we just in move August. on? Can yeah. we just have you our know? anniversary in September, September Can yeah. we just, or, 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 just or not? Not at all. Wayne's I mean, 53rd first birthday? of all, Right? First of all, we can't have a whole bunch of people here. So what's the point of doing like all of these amazing releases when I can't have a hundred yeah. people here? Yeah. Right. Last and year at our anniversary last yeah. year was really exciting for us because it was the first time we had a line out the door and out in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. That was the first time. Awesome. <laughs> it was the so much first fun. time. But That's cool. we knew that this year, this year in the era of COVID, so, we can't really so do that. So I struggled. I'm the person who comes up with the ideas about how to get people cooked. He, he and I come up with the ideas about the beer. I'm the people who come. I'm the people. I, I'm dual. She's at this many point. people. I am. The I am the person who comes up with the ideas to just bring them in the door. Okay. How are we going to do that? You know, how are we going to to move forward our um, our idiom, as to quote a phrase? Um, is that Monty Python? I don't know. 
Anyway. Well, it's both Holy Grail as well as... Yeah. I anyway. Think, yeah. Um, I feel like Wayne would be really useful and, in trivia. And I was super frustrated. Uh, I, I want more people to come here. I understand and actually encourage people to stay home if they don't feel comfortable. I think many of the people that we have seen return have returned because they know us to be people of integrity and people who are going to be super strict, just like you guys saw when you came in. I mean, we are we are tight with how we are how we are with protecting everybody, others and ourselves. But that doesn't make for a good party. And so then we tried to I tried Parties to are out with, in twenty twenty. Right? I tried to come up with other ways. How can we party for our anniversary, whether we have it in August or September? How can we party for our anniversary now? So finally, finally, what we came up with, because we did disagree strongly, because I was just ready to let it go. I was just ready to say, look, we exist. You should be at our brewery. <laughs> that's kind I mean, of the way I my, approach life. Right? Seriously. So... Uh, we I'm make here. really good beer. We have awesome ratings. People are, quote, unquote, talking about us all the time. Well, put your money where your mouth is. Show up. I mean, we would like you to buy our yeah, beer buy so it. that we can continue to exist. I mean, that was kind of my flat out, like, challenge. what I think, yeah. right? And Wayne's like, no, we got we to gotta give our patrons something to cheer about. We have to allow them the opportunity to continue to cheer with us. And that's true too. So what we make came a up fun with, event, right? What we or came events. up with is twenty events to see out twenty twenty. They're basically going to rub our noses in it for the next three and a half months. Exactly. <laughs> so starting, it, it's going to be awesome. And on brutal. October second is October second is the twentieth of twenty events that will shepherd 2020 out the Or the door. first. So we're going into the, the old gigantic but Ryan Seacrest oh, countdown. Yeah, because oh, yeah. yeah. no, number one is New Year's Eve. Perfect. So, yeah. So the, the 20th event starts with the release of a beer that we normally do on our anniversary called This Is Your Year, which is sadly an unfortunate name for any beer that is named in this year. This is twice. Yeah. Literally twice. Last year. Year. This is the a super delicious beer for a really shitty year. This is your year 2020. So also it took a little while to figure out like what kind of subcontext we were going to put that in. And so it's actually called This is Your Year 2020 and in parens the way it should be. Nice. So nice. it is a, a grand crew um, that... Last year, it was a grand crew that we made with blueberry raspberry honey from a local honey farm. And this year, it is that with the addition of saffron. So, I mean, we figured if it's going to be this is your year the way it should be, we're just going to throw the most expensive ingredients we can at it. And (laughs) (laughs) Right? Fuck 2020. Saffron. I wouldn't even know. Cocaine is not very cheap. Cocaine. I don't know. I've heard. I've heard. Yeah. Maybe maybe it's next year if 2021 is bad. Yeah. So, I, thought, I, I mean, you're right. Crystal meth. I, I, <laughs> no, that's relatively cheap. <laughs> I was going to say that's a pretty affordable. <laughs> that's a pretty affordable <laughs> drug based on what I know yeah. about it. Anyway, yes, we all sound like we're real experts on drugs. Oh my god, um, yeah, super right. well, well, you know. So, well, I mean, you guys brought up punk rock. And I brought up the dead. That's kind of. I <laughs> yeah, mean, we finally unwound. finally came up with something that might actually inspire people to come out. Yeah. 
at their own pace. But also to know that we're, we want to celebrate what is possible to celebrate. You know, that's what we're here Despite for. the fact that it's, uh, there are a whole lot of different pieces of difficult and awful and unpleasant. And especially if you've got someone who's gotten really very sick or dead. Um, but even if not, on. it's hurt it, it, more people than we can count, basically. Yeah. Um, finding a path to having a good moment and a good day it, and a good experience. And, yeah. and so when you ask about, yes, it's difficult. Yes, every day that we open our doors is difficult. Every day that we don't open our doors is difficult. I mean, we like, you know, yes, we are getting out in more retail places because it's important that people find out about us. And it's hard for people to find out about us now when, when, the amount of people who are going out for beers or just going out for hospitality in general is very low. So I, I, think, I think the latest from Denver's assessment of um, tracking behaviors is 50%. Yeah, so it's still at right. 50%, which is really low. Yeah. And we were just at the point where we were really feeling like we'd found the formula, we dug in, people really were talking about us. We people connected were coming, with enough and, local people and they didn't who understand us. liked us. Yeah, they didn't understand us to be just the high-gravity brewery, mm -hmm. which, I mean, I'm pretty proud of being able to do high-gravity beer that tastes good when it's off the tap and after it's been cellared for 20 years and people say, well, how do you know it's been good after 20 years? And I'm like, because I got some in my cellar. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's how I know come, we've come been doing this Come by on long January 1st and we will right? taste Imperial Stout aged in bourbon barrels. That may or may not Is that a ticketed beat. event? Yes. Yeah. Are there tickets available? I'm, yeah. ser I'm serious. It's like absolutely. the last night in my 30s. Ab absolutely. Last is that day? the last, last night day? of your... That is the last day That's of my 30s. Awesome. This, is, this is not clearly a joke. We need, clearly I we need to have a special, a special podcast I can help you name day. it. I can just help you name the beer, and then we'll leave it at that. So, oh, the beer's already named. Yeah, it's figures. Okay. That's all right. It's, 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 it's just many years of it. Um, so I don't plan on podcasting on my birthday. Yeah. Oh, But this is the thing. We have... We do have that. We've sparked people's imaginations. That's amazing. And now trying to keep up, well, it's certainly not keeping up the momentum because it's gone, but um, <laughs> to build that momentum rebuilding, again. Rebuilding um, the momentum. With more imagination, and yet we are still at an advantage. We are because we have been here for two years, and... Wayne is known. I mean, we get people who, who you know, stop here first thing after the airport kind of thing. And that's, that makes me Pretty feel awesome. so good. I mean, that, that we are high enough on their radar that they want to come here and, you know, half the time they look around and they're like, where is everybody? And I'm like, I don't know, from Fuck your lips COVID, to yeah. whatever. I mean, you know, but, but you're here right now. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you came and... And because of the reputation our beer has, that's amazing to me. Thank you so much. And you will then tell your friends. Some people were reading about it yeah. in Chicago right. or in San Francisco. 
a guy and came they down came for the, to Denver, and we were one of we the first places they wanted to try the beer in at. From Texas, so from exciting. Utah, from Wyoming, and from North Dakota to get that twenty point two percent beer. That's awesome. Just, just here, it. I'm like, thank you for allowing us to to be and and for understanding what we're trying to do. And also, yes, we have beer that's under ten percent. And, and we have plenty of people in the neighborhood who come over just for those beers who are sad when a beer that they like drops off the list. As a matter of fact, we have to let George know that one Yeah, our, our friend George is it, back who, on the list. It, the porter, the regular <laughs> normal strength porter yeah. is Five of the beers that we make. It's the porter. favorite beer. Okay. Yep. Yep. And that's that's what he comes here to drink. That's well, what it George, is. it's Damn on George. tap. That's what I heard. (laughs) So I'm going to do two things, and then I'm going to do in a very desperate attempt to bring it full circle, which I'm pretty sure is just... Depends on where your circle started. At this point, yeah. The the whole the they gotta have a kindergartner that draws circles. Yeah, my kindergartner's circles. We're gonna bring it that way. It's a helix. Yes, it is. Never. 2020 is just a never-ending fucking circle. Two things. Two things. Okay. And this is this is tight, right? One. You guys are here Friday, Saturday, Sunday with the taproom open. One till six. One p.m. till six p.m. Every single day, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Nothing changes. Every single Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we are here for on-site and to-go service from one p.m. till six p.m. And Thursdays are curbside only. Thursdays are to-go, and that is three to six. However, I will point out that those 20 events may or may not be during those times. Okay. So, especially this first event, we have an event that starts at 8 p.m. It is well, a ticketed event, so you're just going to have to pay attention. Feel free to show up, and if it's if you got to buy a ticket Reach instead of a curbside. Us. Reach yeah. out to us. Okay. So, yeah. on that note. Facebook message, is that what the best I'm way to just, do it? Sure, just, okay. absolutely. Fa- or, or our website, info website. at oh, oh, Nobody just calls people com. anymore? What, what? No. Who wants to talk on the so phone? Talking on the phone so high maintenance. <laughs> for our also, we have a phone number. Eight or nine listeners. Talk. For like, our uh, eight or nine listeners. Yeah, my actually, it's probably a joke because my dad's like, call me after yeah, work. Yeah, there like, you go. I'm not working, but. Yeah. Um, We're good. Isn't it much easier to text? Wayne yeah. gave me a little bit of off the record that, you know, again, we only have eight or nine listeners, so. I wish. If somebody wanted to come in and have a beer or buy a beer outside of Thursday to go or Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Contact it sounds us. like Laura and Wayne are here yeah. all the time. I'm worried yeah. you might be living in the back, but we won't get into that. It, you know, we're married, so it's okay. Yeah. We we do, on occasion, sleep here. Okay. We've also rented another We house, also though. have a place not too far away where we live right i know how that goes until covid forced me into the basement i never was home so <laughs> i had a second thing that's fine i was gonna ask you uh, did you do anything for gbf did you send anything in did you no. oh no oh, okay. all right no. we we skipped on that so the thing is that while we feel i, I won the gold medal for german pills in 1999 what at gbf okay. so you know it's not it's not only making big strong barrel-aged beers that I've got some good experience with it, it. You know, making refreshing, sessionable beer is something I enjoy. Gold, the gold medal at World Beer Cup 2012 for American IPA. Uh, that was Coonan's. That was it. Was right after 
I left the company, but it was you but know, it was his beard heavily yeah. connected. So but the one, I'm sorry. One of the things that we do for GABF is um, we involve ourselves with a Denver Rare Beer Fest. Oh yeah, which, I've heard about this. Yeah, which uh, this year is online. And that is what we are releasing, um, Prince of Liechtenstein. Two days. For. Yeah. So, so this is coming out tomorrow. So where do people? Where do you want people to go? Right, right, right. We're, we're rolling, saying, no, yeah, we're rolling out here, this podcast here, tomorrow. One, yeah. one p.m. Or yesterday or today, that is depending when on when you listen to it. Twenty fifth Friday, yeah. 20 yeah. one p.m. Friday, that's, that's the Inno yep, beer. It's a fourteen point three percent Inno. Beard Eno. guard, like Eno Sir. So it is right. an amber, imperial amber-based ale with Riesling, Gewürztraminer, and Muscat. Holy shit! Are we able to have a taste before we leave? Yeah, probably. And can I, I, I take some that prowlers? Can I take some prowlers? Right because What's that? we're actually celebrating bottles, baby. I will take them. I will buy them. See, there you um, go. We're celebrating the old Schrader Slaughter family Oktoberfest on Sunday. Oh yeah! Uh, first time good. hosted at the Jay Schrader house. So anything. Slightly German is on the menu at this point. <laughs> I'm well, gonna we can't s- prom- I mean, except for our background, we can't promise that it's necessarily German. Nobody's, but, you yes. know what? The only beer person there is me. <laughs> All right. And you don't well, have to okay. appeal. We don't need but, him yeah. to say goodbye. So, so yeah, we do. This guy of, has like 17 no. gold medals. She clearly runs. 30 years in the this brewing industry. This is the person who runs the show. She works for churches and nonprofits I, and I, in the medical industry. And she's also a fucking horse wrangler. Right, like this. What? This, yeah, like is that you, a real thing, or is that a real wish? I wish. Oh, oh. Yeah, she just. Oh. So when I make a lot of money, that's yes. what I'm gonna do. Sam just <laughs> called Wayne a horse. I think. No, no, no. He's no. actually my puppy. That's, that's yeah. yeah. Wow, yeah. being married's a he's, crazy thing. He's my, he's my oh perpetual my puppy. god. Okay, we cannot so. wrap this up without Wayne sitting here. Okay. Yeah, right. he's getting you beer. It's right. okay. Well, right. yeah. I mean, we'll back. yeah, beer, he's beer is replacing on its way. So, in terms of GABF, the, um, you know, we we highly respect the event and the fact that it is a huge fundraiser for the Brewers Association. And may they make all the money in the world. Thank you. But, um, oh. you know, we we didn't participate this year. For a couple of reasons, and a major reason for us is our beers don't match categories. Yeah, sure. Yeah. We've so, heard that a lot. Actually, you know, in the I last mean, we we make an old ale, but it doesn't fit the old ale category oh, because you, our old ale is, you know, depending on which ale, old ale it is, it's anywhere between twelve and fourteen percent. Yeah. So we are releasing it for those of those who also want to know on Saturday the twenty sixth. We are releasing a blended, uh, uh, three-barrel blended old ale in honor of Ratman, who is um, definitely a Colorado icon. Um, He has, because that was what was there when he started rating things, he has rated almost 20,000 beers on Rate Beer. So forget about untapped. Untapped did not exist, didn't even no. exist back when he started. So, um, oh, this guy wasn't doing it on made, a TV with an app. He's yeah. yeah he has um, the the five thousand level beers have all been made at Strangecraft because he works closely with them. Um, the Ratman ten thousand was made by Avery, and he Andy honored Parker, us and he with, with the making wow. of Ratman twenty thousand. So that is a a blended three barrel old ale that 
comes yeah. in we, at 14 and a half percent and really super limited quantities on that one. Yep. So, so that, that, that is Saturday it, it at was, one o'clock. It, yeah. It's partially old ale, partially barley. No wine, reservations. And yeah. it was aged in um, two different laws barrels as well as a deer hammer. Christ yeah. almighty. So you guys know Lenny then, a deer hammer. Obviously, you're getting Yes. Yeah, he's a good delightful dude. person. He is. We've only had barrels virtually. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. He with literally he shoved barrels in the back of our car. Well, yeah, we but uh, to Sam's They're draining a few this uh, oh, tomorrow. Yeah. You know Lock and Co. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've that got beer we've got barrels by them too. Was yeah. Lock and Co. Really? And as is Finger of Fate, that was our collaboration with Strange Craft. Well, Sam runs so. as a side side hustle using my van, um, <laughs> a, a barrel delivery service. <laughs> so we'll, we'll just peel well, back if that. You, if the you are down in Buena Vista, we'd take yeah, another. Oh, yeah. That's an off-air conversation. Yeah, the biggest <laughs> downside to Lock and Co. was that we had to drive down to the springs and to, to grab the barrels. Oh, Sam's, eliminated, Sam's eliminated the problem there. Yeah. Although it's been oh, a while, take Jay's, they are yeah. delightful people. This time well. I yeah. get to go because yeah. I get to. We're super myself happy a bit with better. the results we got from aging beer in Lock and Co. barrels. Yep. Different yep. taste, as sure. well as from Deerhammer barrels. Yep. Those guys are good. All right, um, I think we got everything. We're the only reason I'm cutting it off. We're an hour and twenty. People stop listening, and I want them to get all of the information. Oh about yeah, the just events. cut everything I say out. It's usually. <laughs> Wayne, right, that, that should save at least 10 minutes. Wayne and Laura, Laura and Wayne, thank you too so much. When we had talked with the, with the folks at Factotum, we had said we were going to have... It was like a year ago. It was last week. We're going to have a big old party with the, our favorite brewers, and they were going to host it. Yeah. You two are now on the you list. You guys are on the list. <laughs> You're on the list. This is gonna be, we're going to be yes. a fucking we gymnasium. Are, we'll get Laura. We'll get we Laura. Yeah, we'll Laura get, is an oh, yeah, amazing yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She, yeah. Her, it's there. Laura, too. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, uh, oh, yeah. Laura. Uh, that's an episode But I think the own. joke was it, we got to keep funny, Jordan though. upright. From uh, from Jordan Woodspot. Fink? Jordan Fink. Yeah, yeah. we got to yeah. keep Jordan upright. Well, yeah. like, <laughs> actually, you probably need to work harder to keep Ryan upright. Oh no, that's true. That's true. Yes, yes. Well, Laura's last name. Yeah. Bruns. Bruns. Bruns yep. Yes. Between my wife, but who does not have Hold my that last up to your name. mouth. Hold that right. up to your mouth. There right. you go. Yeah. Uh, right. Between my wife, who does not have my last name, okay. but with my oh. wife's and just being married to someone who's super close to Bruns, Burns. And also, that small world, I was yeah. the GM for Woods Boss for the uh, first nine months of their life. Were you really? So, yep. Yeah. I know so, Jordan and Ryan from Tommyknocker, where ah, we all worked. Yeah, so, they're all yeah. good I'm friends. telling you, it's not a roundtable. It's like a fucking free-for-all. It's a party it's like, that we just we, live stream. You we have it. to. I mean, I, I, I like that word, but I, I think, you know, there would be some other more descriptive words that would yeah, probably shit be show. inappropriate. Yeah. On yeah. Especially if you involve <laughs> Ryan, there will be no, some no, very no, strong no, no. words. Well, okay. You too. Thank and you Jordan. so, so much. Hey, as far as I can tell. Burns family artisan ales doing it for over a hundred years. Uh, you two, I think you broke the top ten in terms of fun interviews. That was awesome. That was awesome. Well, in Thank terms you. of we're being just old. trying to break the top ten, yeah. well, top yeah. ten. Hey, and happy you birthday, know? Wayne! <laughs> yeah. It's Wayne's <laughs> birthday. Happy birthday! There's a time zone where it is my birthday now. That is true. When they come to tea.